teachings of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshin, Laskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Next one is 
next one is okay then the next one is amen and we are learning about the anointed presence so that you and I can experience this anointed presence in this way hallelujah uh, so it's not a theoretical subject rather it is something that we want to experience for ourselves amen and I remember when uh, God visited Abraham and Sarah what happened Sarah gave birth to a son amen yeah so the presence comes with benefits for you and for me hallelujah are you there with me now one of the major things that has happened to Christianity today is that we don't know the Lord we are serving amen yeah we don't know the Lord in a certain way and when you begin to understand and know the presence of this will bring you closer to God and will make your Christianity also very different. Are you there with me? Are you here with me? Amen. So, this, as we are talking about the presence, your Christianity is going to become better. Hallelujah. And you are going to see that you are going to be closer to God because the presence is actually the subject of how close God is to us. Or how to get God to be close to us. Are you here with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Alright, now, the first thing I want us to understand today can be found in John chapter 4. Everyone will read from verse number 22. John 4, 22. John 4, 22. It says, can we read it together? Ready? Go. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. Verse 23. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Hallelujah. So the true worshippers of God, what do they do? They worship in spirit and in what? And in truth, go to the next verse. Then it's, let's read this one together. Ready, go. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. All right. So, the key to our Christian lives is to understand that God is a spirit. Amen. God is not a man like us. He doesn't have a flesh like us. He's what? A spirit. Hallelujah. It's something that we really have to understand. And when we understand this, then what happens? Our Christian lives become clearer. It becomes clearer what to do. So, in another service, we learn something that man is a spirit. He has a soul. And he lives in a body. Amen. So what happens is that for us to really relate with God, 
we relate with God with our spirit. Are you here with me? So, because, for example, if we say that man is a spirit, what it means is that after you are dead, you continue to live. Because when we say that somebody is dead, what it means is that this body is no longer there. Amen. It's like when we demolish a house. When you demolish a house, you can say the house is dead. But the people in it may not be dead. You understand what I'm saying? Usually before we demolish a house, what happens? We tell everybody to go out. And then the house comes down. So even in the Bible, you see, you see especially in the, old, in the Old Testament, you get this like, and he gave up the ghost. Alright? So he gave up the ghost means that man who is a spirit and has a soul and lives in the body, that person has moved out. So when that person moves out, then the body drops. Amen. Yeah. Is it not amazing? Uh-huh. So when we understand this thing, what will happen? You realize that you even enjoy your Christian life better. Because there's something more to being a Christian than just being with a man of God. Amen. Yeah, there's something more to Christianity than that. I mean, yes, having men of God is part of it. You understand what I'm saying? But there's also the part where your spirit relates to the spirit of God, relates to God. And that is what I'm trying to teach you to do. So, for example, at the camp, see, at a point, I think at the point we spoke about the presence just briefly, okay? And then we said that God will give, uh, God will give you a sign. And then we sent everybody to go and pray at the prayer garden at Mamu. And our next camp, all of you are coming along. Amen. Everybody will come along. Amen. Yeah. And our next camp will be next year. So we are planning it in such a way that everybody can come along. So what will happen? What will happen is that on average, I think by next year, given inflation, dollar rate and everything, uh, if it is, uh, what, always crystal, it will be like Mamu. Or something like that. You get what I'm saying? So start saving up your money. If you feel you drop the money, we'll give you a pastor, you keep the money and then we go and pay. So that all of us can go for this particular camp. And normally we go on Thursday night and then we come back on Saturday afternoon. Hallelujah. How many are interested in such a camp? And then you will also see that our church is a very big church and it's a very big family. See, as we went for the camp, some of our church members who are in America, Lighthouse or QFC, QFC in America, had also come for a camp. Then Gospel, I think, uh, what? No, uh, Greater Love Church had also come for a camp. Then Lighthouse Church had also come for a camp. And then Teshi Catch the Anointing, we had also come for a camp. And then we were all there. And then Makane Church was also there for a camp. You understand what I'm saying? So having camps is the normal culture of a united denomination church of which you are part. Hallelujah. So next, say next year, raise up your hand. Next year, I'm going for a camp. Next year, I'm going for a camp. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Alright. How did we get into camp and all these things? Uh-huh. So, we sent them off to go and pray. Amen. You see, sometimes we feel prayer is difficult, eh? But after the experience, when they went to pray, 
Let them pray for two hours. Continuously for two hours. And then we said, we said they should stop. Then he said, no. The, the prayer was too short. How did the prayer of two hours become too short? This is just, I'm talking about just yesterday. Yesterday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 o'clock. How did the prayer become too short? The secret is the presence of God. You see, when you are praying and the presence of God is with you, you, you see that time begins to move quickly. Because the presence of God is with you. Are you here with me? The presence of God is with you. Did people complain that, ah, this is like, ah, why are we keeping so long? It was like, ah, have we finished? Oh, why, why are we finished? That was more of what it was. Are you here with me? Alright, so, the, the presence of God is not for prophets only. It's not for men of God only. It's not for pastors only. The presence of God is for Christians like you and like me. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. So, we are learning how to personally experience the presence of the Lord for ourselves, whether in your office, whether where, in your car, in the marketplace, in your bedroom, somewhere. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. Alright, so it says that God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Because sometimes, I remember one day, a certain wife was asking the husband. The husband was a pastor. So I think that as the wife was talking to the pastor, it was getting to time for to be in church. As they were talking, then, then the wife asked the husband, are you here or you've gone to church? Do, 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 do you understand what I'm saying? Are you here or you've gone? Because it's like he's standing here, but it looks like he's in church already. Do you understand what I'm saying? The mind is not here. The mind is in the church. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And sometimes we may be in church and say, are you here or you've gone home? You get what I'm saying? So, it's all to show you that that is where these things come. Go back to verse 23. It's that, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So, you see that sometimes you are worshipping but you are not here. Amen. Yeah. So when, when you are worshiping God, you must be there and your spirit and your mind must also be there. Are you here with me? Alright. Now, when your mind and your spirit is there, you will see that then you begin to benefit from the presence of God. Because God is not blind. You see, maybe you may think that God is blind because you cannot see him. You are you and I, we are the blind people. Uh -huh. We are the blind class of God. He's not blind at all. Are you here with me? Yes. A few weeks ago, I shared an example where I was preaching somewhere. And as I was preaching, you know, I don't know whether I had started ministry or whatever it was, but then I noticed that at the back, somewhere in the middle to the back, as I started ministry, they were laughing. Do you get it? They, they were laughing. And then I also noticed that as I ministered, and I even tried to minister to them not here somewhere, I noticed that also the presence of the Lord didn't seem to be at the back there. And all the miracles 
long disease. And it's very, it's had the condition for six years. It's very difficult to fix. Do you understand what I'm saying? And this person got miraculously healed in the service. Even that person was sitting in the, but from that point to the back, I saw that much was not happening there because it's like, you know, when God comes around, you think he's blind. Uh-huh. He can see when you are not interested in what is going on. He can see where you think he's a joke. He sees all those things. Hallelujah. And even though as a pastor who has just come to minister, it's like, oh, let's minister to all these people. But I took notice that I said, it looks like from that, that place where I saw them a certain all that place, nothing was happening. And it's, it's, it's very real. Hallelujah. I said, it's very real. It's very real. You know, so when you want to experience the presence of God, one of the things you need to do is that you yourself, you need to worship in spirit and in truth. Uh-huh. You can't come around and be ridiculing her. Well, you know, it's like you're laughing. It's a laughing matter. Hey, look at what they have there. You see, you have a funny uh, disrespect in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And I felt it was quite unfortunate. Why is it unfortunate? Because, I've, you see, I was in the that I've seen so many miracles that I know I can't count. Oh, yes. I've had many miracles like I can't count. The last time I was saying that we have to categorize the miracles. So when we say one miracle, then number one, we take this thing, then number one, we take accident miracles, then number one, this one, we can categorize them. Uh-huh. So when we are ministering to people, we minister to people out of love for the people. Do you understand what I'm saying? Out of love, because we love them. Oh, look at this person, he's in pain. And then all that, you know, oh God, can you touch this person? So as you are ministering to the person, oh, uh, out, you see, it looks like you are suffering. Oh God, can you heal this? Then the person is rather laughing. And you see, and then the Lord is saying that, ah, you, you, Pastor, this thing, this person is laughing at me and you want me to, whatever. Amen. No, these things are real. Uh-huh. And that is why we must have a proper respect for the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. We must respect the presence of the Lord. You see, uh, to, uh, what, what is his name? Uh, Jacob says so. He said, show me the presence of the Lord in this, in this, in this place and I know it works. It's just a it's a terrible place. You see, you try to have a proper respect for the place because you saw that the presence of the Lord came to that place. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Amen. So when you come, you must always have a sense of respect for the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You must always have that proper respect. Not joking with it. It's a precious. You see, if you are in the presence of people, they are, they are always calling you, laughing at you. <laughs> you know. Misses, if they come to you, they say, oh, you say you are missus. <laughs> you too, you are missus. <laughs> oh, the missus is coming. You, you see, even though you are a missus, are you, and will you be happy in such an environment? You will not be happy because it looks like when you arrive, it's like people seem to have a certain disrespect of even who you, they even try to play down the fact that you are a married woman or something like that. You wouldn't like to be in such circles. Are you here with me? Yes. And I've noticed, you know, even when you look at men of God ministry, I, I heard that Benihin like this. When you come to his meeting, the front row, you know where Jesus is there. 
Abedi Hin. Pastor Abedi Hin. Yes. King Kodesh, right? He kept him there. Yeah, some of us have known him for years. You see, and you see, I, I have one of my bishop friends. One of our, my bishop friends was talking to me that he went for a Benihim. He was in America. And he went for a Benihim meeting. And knowing who Benihim is, he decided to go early. So he went very early and got a front seat. As he was sitting there and the place filled up, now there's no seat anymore. Then an usher came. Excuse me, sir. Yes? Sorry, you have to move. So, oh. I've traveled from a very far place to come to the I said, sorry, you are in jeans. You are in jeans. When the man of God comes, he will not minister properly if he sees these jeans. So sorry, you have to move to the back. You have to find somewhere else to sit. Come, I'll get you a seat. Then big hall is followed him ah, to the back somewhere. Yes.
your bedroom. But as you are praying, God can arrive there. And he will arrive there. And because of that, even in your prayer time, you must have a proper respect for the presence of the living God. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. I hope you are learning something. Amen. So we are looking at Jehovah Shammah, God whose presence can be felt. Yeah, God's presence can be felt. Amen. Why do we go through a process where God's presence can be felt? We go through a process where God's presence can be felt because we can't see God the way I can't see God the way I'm seeing standing. Amen. Well, not that I can't at all, but it's not common. Amen. Yes. It's not common. Reverend, Reverend Thomas, have you seen God standing in front of you like I'm standing here? Okay, what about W.O.? Okay, the priest. You are the priest, so maybe. You see, and then, oh, hello, my priest. And then he tapped you like that. Have you seen some before? Okay, maybe Omahine, you see, this is the resident pastor. Maybe as the resident pastor of the Lily of the Valley Cathedral, you see, since he's the resident pastor of the cathedral, perchance, when Jesus is coming to sleep, you, you may see him, yeah, you understand. Okay, maybe the psalmist, the man after God's own heart, he's been singing songs to the Lord. Maybe the Lord has come. Hey, Charlie, then maybe when you are singing, everybody take your hand, what? Uh, give the Lord a shout or whatever. Then maybe you saw that the Lord was doing a few steps. Maybe. Hey. God is a spirit. So it's easier when you can see the person. Amen. Uh -huh. So for example, if we are singing here, or we are giving praises to God, and then we are dancing, the worship leader can look at us and say, oh, the dancing is going well. Or the praises is going well because the way the people are jumping. But you wouldn't see God whether he's jumping or not. You see, so his presence is not like we see him like this, like you are seeing me. But he does certain things so that we can know that he is with us. Are you here with me? He, he does certain things. Then he says, oh, the presence of the Lord is here. So, for example, we can start worshiping. Where's my keyboard? This is run away. Instrumental is up here. But it's not in my hand. Okay. Let me finish. Are you there with me? You see, when we start to worship, then it looks like the atmosphere changes. It's not like the air has changed. You can't even see what about this. You just know that something has changed. But you can't really tell what it is. And then it's like, no, the presence of God is in this place. You see, sometimes you come to church. Maybe you fought with your husband or wife before you came. You know, so as you came, oh, Charlie, the weather is not good. Ah, then as we start the worship, you know, then you notice that that whole thing has left. What has happened to you? You have experienced the presence of God. That is what has happened to you. Hallelujah. So, God does things that help us to see that he is here with us. Brother, sit properly here. Do you get it? He does things to make us see that the Lord is with us.
God can be felt. You can pray to a point where you know that the presence of God is here with you. Hallelujah. I remember, I think it was last week or so, and I was just praying somewhere between Saturday night to Sunday, you know, uh, morning. You know, when, when you're a pastor, you see, normally Saturday to Sunday, you know, you are, you are praying for things. Amen. Yes. It's, it's, it's not easy the Saturday to Sunday. So, most, if you are a correct pastor, if you are a correct pastor, normally on Sunday morning you are sleeping or you are weak because you have not slept much. If you are a correct pastor. Amen. Are you there? There's no pastor like the whole from Saturday 10 o'clock till 6 a.m. He slept the whole night. No. Maybe you are not a, you are not a, you are not in charge of the church, so maybe you sleep like that. Amen. Yeah. Are you spent? So I noticed that somewhere around 4 a.m. Then I noticed that the presence of the Lord was in my room. Oh yes. And then the Lord started to talk to me. Because I was praying for his presence to be in the church. Oh, yes. I was praying for his presence to be in the church. Then it, it was like the Lord was showing that, you know what? The way you are asking me to do it, that's not how I'll do it. I would rather do it like this. And I remember clearly that, you see, because I had prayed and I had fallen asleep. So when I woke up, and I needed to go straight to the, the brothers. See, normally that when you wake up, you go to the bathroom and then you come back. So when I was praying, I needed to go to the bathroom. But I could not go. Why? The presence. I, I could feel, excuse me to say the wee-wee, but no, 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 no. The, this presence that is here, I will not get up to go to any bathroom because this presence, no, I don't. Maybe by the time I get up, by the time I go and I come back, he would have left. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be right here. Oh, yes. The presence of God can be felt. The presence of God is not only for prophets. The presence of God is for every Christian. You can be in your room praying. You can be in your office praying. And the presence of God can be there with you. Somebody clap for Jesus. In Ezekiel chapter 48, verse 35, the Bible says, And it was round about 18,000 measures. And the name of the city from that day shall be called, The Lord is there, which in the Hebrew is Jehovah Shammah. So Jehovah Shammah is like saying Emmanuel in the New Testament. In the New Testament, when we say Emmanuel, it means what? God with us. In the Old Testament, God with us is there. Jehovah Shammah. Are you there with me? And there's a whole city that from that day will be called. God is there. Hallelujah. And there must be a time going forward that when we come to you because also you are a type of temple. So when people come to you, they must notice that God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. Beautiful. Jehovah Shammah is the God whose presence can be felt. Jehovah Shammah means God is there. 
It means the Lord is present. It is possible to grow in the faith and experience and experience the presence of God in a real way. Amen. Yes, you can experience the presence of God in a real way. I'm a living testimony. You see, that is why, that is why I can preach about the presence of God. Oh, yes. It's real to me. Very real to me. And when, when the Lord is present, you see, there comes a time where you know and you feel and you know that he's there. So when we say Jehovah Shammah, you see, many of you just said, oh, the, the names of Jehovah. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah this, Jehovah that, and then you are finished. You understand what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to show you today is that when we say Jehovah Shammah, it's a real Jehovah Shammah that can be felt. Yes. If we say Jehovah Jireh, God, my provider. No, I've had miracles where God has provided. May you receive a miracle where God has provided. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. May God, so, may God provide for your Christmas. May God provide for your Christmas. May God provide for your Christmas. In the name of Jesus. May God provide for your Christmas. Yeah. See, some of you that are going to say, you know how it is because of COVID, this and that. Normally, we give 13 and 14, but sorry, this, this year, because things are tight. May God provide for your Christmas. Amen. You'll be far more blessed than the day they were trying to tell you that because of COVID, they cannot do this. You are going to be far blessed this December. I said you are going to be far blessed this December. Are you here with me? Amen. Are you enjoying the preaching today? Look, you, you and God, and you are about to become friends. I said you and God are about to become friends. You and God are about to become friends. Yes. Have you noticed that sometimes when I'm preaching, I say, thank you, Holy Spirit. It, it's almost like, everyone will come and walk with me. It, it's almost like, you know, so you see what I said, oh, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Then, you know, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, it's like somebody is working that cannot be seen. Somebody who cannot be seen, but he's there. And I'm telling you that that person that cannot be seen, he can be there with you. I said he can be there with you. He can be there with you. Uh, you were at the camp, isn't it? Did you notice that it looks like there's something with the bishop that is not with us? I'm, I'm just teaching it. I'm not trying to so try and understand, you know, you know, what I'm saying. And then the bishop said that nobody is with that. You have to be with me. That's not what I'm saying. You get it. Uh, but you, you noticed. It was real. Yes. It, they noticed. All the pastors noticed that the man, there's somebody with him. But this man, the thing that is with him, when we go to our church, he's not with us like that. They noticed. Yeah. And you see, so as I'm standing here today, I'm teaching you that people can also notice that we are all in this office, but it looks like there is somebody with that guy who is not with us. I'm saying that you too, you too, you too. You see, when you get to the notice that mm, there's something with this guy. There's something with that woman. That is not with us. 
walk to the north and we come. Ever since in this church, it's not easy for the person. But this guy, this thing we brought it last week. Monday, nothing happened. Tuesday, nothing happened. Wednesday, not, ah, the guy is still sitting there. There is something with this person that is not with us. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you here with me? That's what we are saying. That's what we are saying. This is what makes our Christianity strong. Because there is a power. There is a real God that is with us. Are you here with me? Jehovah Shammah, the God that is there. They want to come and put something in your office. But when they enter, it's like, mm, this is not that type of office. You know what? Let's find another office. Because somebody is there. And it's not just somebody. It's the Lord is there. The Lord is there. Yes. In the first service, I was telling them something. You know, and I was telling them that how many VIP buses have not had accidents? People have lost their lives. How come you alone, you sit, it's, it's like, it's not even that they try to get an accident and avoid it. It's like nothing happens. You go peacefully, you come and sleep. The Lord is there. The Lord is there. You, you must come to recognize the Lord that is with you. You see, sometimes you go from here to Atlanta. You see an accident. You have been going and coming. Not even a scratch. You must recognize that the Lord is there in the car with me. That's why my car goes and it comes. If the Lord was not in this car, it would have ended up like these other ones. And that is how you see that. You see, so your car that didn't have that accident, you must notice that God is there. Amen. God is there. The same hospital. Somebody went to give birth. He died. You didn't die. Sometimes they will say that, hey, we thank God for this one. Four people have died on this on this particular bed. Four people have died on this. This one didn't die. And you must understand that it's because of Jehovah Shammah. Because God is there. That is why three people have died here. You didn't die there.
grace of God, you, before the middle of next year, he will be here by the grace of God. His wife was sitting next to me. Then, when he saw her turn, then it's like, I'm not talking to anybody. So it's like, but she noticed that I had three, three times. So after the third time, then he said, you see him too, eh? And I said, yes. Then he said, is that this person I'm looking for? That's what Prophet Fabian's wife said to me. It's like 
the dew. When dew is coming down, you can't really see the dew coming down. When it is raining, we can understand, isn't it? But when the dew is coming, you come back. As you walk in the grass, then you see that your feet are wet because the dew has come. And sometimes the presence of the Lord, that is how it is. You see that when the dew comes down, you feel the effect of the dew. But you don't really see the dew itself. Hallelujah. So you will notice that when the presence of God is with you, you will notice that growth is coming to you. But it's like, ah, it looks like the thing is growing. But you see, you can't really tell, is it from the left or is it from the right? But you just see that it's working. Somebody say it's working. Somebody say it's working. You see, sometimes when the presence of God is with you, it will not be like a spectacular something has happened. Do you know what I'm saying? But you will just discover over time that, ah, but I thought there was a problem, but no, no, it's not a problem. Let me check. It looks like even for these three weeks, this problem has gone. That's how the presence is. When, it's, when you look, there's no grass. But over time, ah, but this place, they didn't used to be grass. Now there's grass. So it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't look spectacular. Because if we say, let there be grass, okay, everybody look there, it's brown. Let there be grass, whoop, then there's grass. Wow! You see, it looks spectacular. Amen. But when the presence of God is operating as a dew, it doesn't look so spectacular. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You know, I remember, let, let me give you an example of a spectacular miracle. You see, I was talking to a doctor. Some of the people, when they get good, I'm an art student. I'm, I'm not a science student. So sometimes I don't even know the things. You get it. So I described a condition to a doctor. And you know what the doctor said to me? He said that this condition you are describing, it is called right side paralysis. Right side paralysis. So it means that half of your body is paralyzed. So I went somewhere to preach. Then I said, if you are sick, come. What happened? Then I saw somebody, you see that, when he steps like that, it's okay. But when he steps like that, it's not okay. So the person was coming like that. You see, because half of the body, is, is like he's got stroke or something. And that is how the person came to the front. Now, as we came to the front, I said, be healed in the name of Jesus. Then even the person was not sure what was the problem. They said, oh, you know, my waist, my back, something, something. I said, walk and let's see. And everybody saw that this is how the person was coming. But when I said, walk and let's see, oh, then the person started walking straight. Like this. Then I said, no, no, no. Run and let us see. Then the, the, the person who was coming like this, now the person is running. Now the person is running. You were there. Yes, now the person is running. So, you, you see that that one, it looks more spectacular. But if, for example, let's say you have diabetes. Even if you get healed, we can't see. They will go and check your blood sugar, this, this, that, that. After some time, they will know that, no, now you don't even need this and that. And that's why I'm saying that sometimes the presence of God is like a dew. It's like a dew. It's there. Is working gradually. May the Lord be like a dew upon you and may He work gradually in your life. I said, May He work gradually in your life in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you need the Lord that works like a dew. Amen. 
if a blessing of prosperity is coming upon you, you know, if it comes like that, you may destroy yourself. But when it comes as a due, you even gain experience how to do it. Yes. Yeah, you see it. You, you've lost a lot of money. Oh, sometimes you've lost a lot of money. But when it comes like a due, learning something today. Hmm. Number three, follow the presence of God and win all your battles. Follow the presence of God and do what? Win all your battles. You see, even sometimes as pastors, we don't follow the presence of God. Amen. How many believe it's nice to be famous? Is it not nice to be popular? Oh, it's nice. You see, when I came to church today, for example, I heard about somebody, I have grief who has died. Yes. I was so nice with him. I think I was at the back there. He was not grief. They just Sometimes when you get up in the morning and you are trying to pray, 
You see that you'll be praying now. You have three children. Normally, you pray firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn. But when you start with the firstborn, before you realize the prayer has gone to the thirdborn. And you must recognize that God is moving you to pray for the thirdborn and the third. Even though naturally, you would have started with the first one, gone to the second one, gone to the third one. But somewhere, somehow, God is leading you to start with the third one. You see, you can do this when you pray. When you pray, when you pray, guide me, Lord. Lead me. Show me what to do. Then you see that the Lord will be guiding you what to do. I heard one story. A certain, in fact, I have two stories like that. One was in Nigeria. This is our drama. Are you beginning to recognize the presence of God? Are you beginning to recognize the presence of God? 
life has closed. As we have closed, I said, hold on. Then I said, be delivered from fatality. In other words, be delivered from death. This was a Sunday. Monday passed. Then Tuesday, then I had a There's been a terrible accident on uh, what? Uh, how do you call it? Achimota A6. Achimota and someone was there. Hey, 10 people died dead in one bus. Only a bus, so it's not two cars. One bus, like a 23 seater bus or something like that. And 10 people on it are dead. Ten are dead. And one of my members was on the bus. I said, where is the member is going to the hospital? So I went to Achimota Hospital. When I got there, you see, oh, oh real school. I said, who has blessed his mind? And then his phone, his smartphone was crashed. You know. And then he was describing where I was sitting. It's like we are five in the room. The person sitting on my side. standing by this shepherd and people are dying and getting seriously injured on top of them. Yeah. Ten people are, if there are 23 people on the bus and 10 die on the bus, you are even blessed if you escape one broken leg or one broken hand. Is that not so? It's the presence that makes the difference. I said it's the presence that makes the difference. What you need is the presence. You will win every battle. Hallelujah. I said you will win every battle. You know, many of us have enemies. In fact, let me put it this way. All of us have enemies. Yeah. I have enemies. You have enemies. Uh-huh. When you were about to marry, there was somebody who was really expecting that on your wedding, may it rain. May they spoil your makeup. May somebody pour uh, what palm oil in your white dress. You see, people were really waiting, and so, eh, 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 eh. but the expectation of your enemies, God delivered you from it. I said, God delivered you from it. God delivered you from it. Hey, some. Beloved, eh? Obey Jahano. 
you know. Oh, why? Obejano. Hey, have you heard he's married? He's married. No. She will not get a child. Oh, why? What is your problem? Oh, have you heard he's got a job? Oh, you never drive a car. You never drive a car. Enemies want to ensure that nothing goes wrong with you. David looked at the and said, Lord, how hard is it to do that? Many have they not rise up against me. You see, that is why you need the presence of God with you. Verse 2. Can I preach to you or you don't have time? Many there be that say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. They are hoping you will fail your exam. If you are driving, this guy, as he's going, you will get an accident. He will not come back. You see, there's always something. You see, even God will not help this person. Even God will not help you. Why? Those are your enemies. So this is why you must pray for the presence of God to be with you. This is why you must pray for the presence of God to be with you. Because when the presence of God is with you, the enemies cannot prevail. Because greater is he who is with me than he that is with the world. That is what you need. That's why you must pray. Lord, be with me. There's a hymn, abide with me, fast for the evening time. You see, the night is coming, evil is coming. So Lord, abide with me. That's where that hymn comes from. Because if God is not with you, in that your office, because somebody wants your seat, you will discover that that's your seat. Somebody has died there before. Because when somebody was promoted, another person went to the north. He went to the north for two days. When he came back within one week, the person that is there is gone. So you need to understand that if the presence of God is not with you, what will happen? You are the one who is going to go. Let's look at verse 3. It says, but thou, O Lord, art a shield. You see why you need the presence? Because when the presence of God is with you, he is a shield. He said, thou, O God, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. God will ensure that you are promoted. God will show that you are honored. God will make sure that you are respected. That's what the presence is about. I remember when I traveled to a far country, if I sit on the bus, I'll be the only black person on the bus. When I'm sitting on the bus, you see that there are two seats. Eh? Nobody will come and sit by me because my color is different from the rest. Everybody is white. I alone am the black person. But I remember, it got to a point. Sir, you are leading us to pray for healing. 
sick. Oh yes. Oh yes. The only black man. When I finished, they said, the pastor said, well, next time you come to our country, we would like you to come and lead worship for us. Do you see the way I lead you in worship here? But what is it? It's because of your presence. It's because of your presence. So, you say that, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. So, even though I'm the only black person, and around here, black people, we don't really know them, we know it. You see, these black people, but the Lord was a shield for me. He was my glory and the lifter of my head. So he lifted my head so I could pray for the sick. Then he lifted my head so I said, no, this guy, if he leads the worship, will be blessed. But thou, O God, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. May God lift your head. May the Lord be your glory. You'll be there. They, are, they said you, nobody would choose you before you realize you've been chosen. They say, oh, I'm sure it's some area boy that chose. No, no. It's, it's, it's a bishop elect that chose. Yes. You see that I'm going. You see, you'll be honored because God is lifting you. You, you see, I really remember Esther. Esther at best was a captive. In a foreign land, at, at best, she'll be a slave girl. But when God lifted her, even though she was a foreigner, she became a queen of the land. Hey, there are some ladies here, you'll be a queen of the land in the name of Jesus. Yes, because the presence, as you follow the presence of God, you will win every battle. I said, you will win every battle. One last point and we will close. Follow the presence of God and you will go deeper. Hallelujah. As you follow the presence of God, you will come to his perfect will for your life. Everyone who entered into the ministry experienced the presence of God in a special way. When Abraham, Jacob, and Moses and the disciples experienced the presence of God, they became famous ministers whose names can never be forgotten on this earth. Why do we know Benahim today? Why do we know Bishop Dak today? Why do we know Archbishop Duncan Williams today? That somebody sitting in an, a West African country, when they are about to install a new president in America, he will be invited to come and give opening prayer from West Africa. When there are other senior ministers in America,
in your family, everybody is failing. But you will not fail. Why? The presence. The presence. Your mates, when they preach, nobody is listening. But you, when you preach, they will listen. Why? The presence. Your church, nobody is coming.
the one with the beautiful shop will go and get juju and come and drop it in front of the shop. But still, we have better sales than the person in that shop. Why? Why? So that's why I'm giving you practical. Like you see, all the examples they are real and current. Now I'm not saying ten years ago. I'm showing you that they are all current. You come and put juju in front of the shop, but people are still buying. Even when she says, I don't have. And you can, they can see that, oh, but this person has. I said, no, no, when are you going to town? Go and bring it because I want to buy from you. Please, what I'm saying, is it true or it's not? I want to buy from you. So, 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 so it's, yeah, I can see that this woman, has, but I don't like her own. I like your own. But what, what is it? What really is it? It's what? The presence that is with the person. May the presence of God be with you. I said, may the presence of God be with you. May the presence of God be with you. Stand to the feet, your feet. Hallelujah. I want you to pray right now. You want to say, Lord, may your presence
last pastor in the blue top, this one. All of you, you go with him and then you come back. Put your hands together for you. Go with this gentleman. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Father Lord, in Jesus' name, shall we pray? I pray for everybody here. I pray that Lord, give them signs and tokens for them to know that you are with them throughout this week. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. Have you been blessed? Amen. Beautiful. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.